let's just worship, let's worship, let's worship, let's worship, and just thank God. We don't want to leave our first love. I want you to, every person streaming in this place, the Lord rebuked a people because they were so focused on the work that they forgot their love. And I pray that we would just close our eyes. Forget about everything else that's trying to rob you of your first love in your life, the deepest love in your life, all the distractions of the world, because that is the plan of the enemy is to simply distract you from loving God. And that all-consuming love will give you enough love, not just for you. It'll give you enough love for your spouse. It'll give you enough love for your kids. It'll give you enough love for your coworkers. It'll give you enough love for your president. It'll give you enough love for your governor. It'll give you enough love for your mayor. Because you'll stop seeing titles and you'll start seeing the heart of the children of God. That we are called to love each other. And a love covers a multitude of wrongs. Love covers all sin. Love conquers all. Love wins. And when everything else fades, love remains. And I thank you, Lord. Let us be broken in the presence of God for how much you love us. I'm here to tell somebody who feels so disconnected, so frustrated, so empty, so discouraged. Your answer isn't anything other than an outpouring of the love of God. And if you can be filled by his love, you can do anything. Lord, we thank you. I'm not enough without you. We're figuring this out the hard way over and over and over again. We can't do this without you. When are we finally going to all of us collectively let go and let God? The more we fear, the more we control. And the more we control, the more we fear. But if we let go of trying to control others in different sides and directions, of being in control of ourselves, and just let you have control. I'm gonna, we're going to see God's love pour out over our city, our state, and our nation. And no matter what we may face, we can overcome because we have the greatest weapon of warfare of all. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the victory is ours. And we're breathing in the love of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit today. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. 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 Let's give God some praise. Wherever you're tuning in from, I want you to stay standing. I'm going to read really one scripture, and then we're going to get into today's teaching. Ruth, the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Now the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem, and it happened. Everybody say, and it happened. When they had come to Bethlehem, that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit that is here. 
that's in the prisons that are streaming, that's in the homes that are streaming, that's at the job offices that are streaming, the different cities, states, and countries that are streaming. And I pray that your overwhelming spirit, Lord, would cover and fill and consume every space. And Lord, we thank you, God, that you are here. You are with us. And I pray that you'd anoint me to preach your word and accomplish the assignment that you have me on today. And I pray that I'd flow with you and move with you. Be flexible. Blessed are the flexible, for they will not be bent out of shape. If you have a hard time being flexible right now, God's trying to speak a word to you, not to others. Time to be flexible. And Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated here and online if you're standing. Uh, so thankful that you've tuned in with us and that you're here with us today. It's going to be an awesome day. Happy Father's Day. Let's give it up for our men. All six people are clapping. Come on, can we give it up for the men in this house? So thankful we got gifts for you out there, and it's uh, just one for each man. You know, we can... You may be a dad now. You may be a grandfather. You may, you may become a dad soon, right? So we, we want to bless our men because you're called to be fathers. There's a lot of teachers, but we need more fathers. We need fathers. If, 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 the father, if a father is the wound, then a father is the healing. And so if I can, uh, for all of you who call me pastor as a spiritual father in your life, I want you to look at me right in my eyes, and I want to tell you how proud I am of you. You're doing such a great job. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so excited for the future that you have. You know, we don't get that enough, do we? That a dad just says, hey, you've done such a great job. And, and this isn't in a patronizing manner that somebody younger or different than you may, may be telling you how proud they are of you. This is, this is coming from the heart of God to tell you how great you really are. And dads, can I just tell you, you're not perfect, but you're incredible. You, you are phenomenal. All of our dads, online, in-house. And I've, I've done enough counseling and been to enough group therapy and counseling. And trust me, pastors go to therapy too. <laughs> trust me, uh, we deal with everybody's problems. We need to go to, <laughs> we go to counseling too. And when I go, I, I see in our group therapy sometimes, I, I see how you know, the number one uh, c common denominator is every parent jacks up their kids. <laughs> go ahead and smile. Go ahead. And, you're not going to be perfect. Take the weight of trying to be perfect off of you. You're not going to be perfect, but you are going to follow God. And if you just put God first in your life and do the best you can, I know that sounds very passive, but I really mean that with all my heart. Just do the best you can. Put God first. Love God with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. That, we have to have some freedom in this, a little deep breath, right? I know some of us are wearing masks and some of us are not. I was wearing mine earlier and now I'm not, so you can hear me. Uh, which one should we pick on first, those without or those with? Uh, <laughs> no, we're not picking on either. And you shouldn't either, okay? It's okay. Wearing a mask is not a political thing. It's a health thing. It's just a health decision. My wife isn't here today. She's streaming online because we're getting ready to have babies. And we want to be careful. That's just our choice. 
That's not anybody else's choice. I don't need your opinion. I don't need a vote on this. I don't need parental instruction from other parents. This is what we are deciding. Is that okay? And that's what we want you to feel that freedom too. To say, hey, those who are streaming online, thank you for streaming online and staying home, staying healthy, staying safe. That's your choice. Isn't that the country we live in? We have our choice. We have our freedoms. And we do obey the laws of the land. And we're going to continue to do that because we're not going to just break laws just to be prideful and rebellious. But we are going to follow God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And I can worship God with a mask or without a mask. Is that okay? Because Paul and Silas worship with shackles after being beaten. You think they'd prefer to have not been beaten? Right? Can I get some nods? Turn to your neighbor and say, <laughs> just kidding. We want, we want that, that we, we all love the freedoms we enjoy. It'd be nice to have complete freedom, but that's not going to happen until Jesus comes back again. So I'm going to work with what I've got because if I have a mask on, I can worship. You ain't going to stop my worship. You want to put me, you want to tell me I can't come to this building? I'll worship in another building. You want to tell me I can't worship in a building? I'll worship outside. You want to tell me, I, 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 you, want, you want to try to confine me? Let me just tell you, I, I'll let you do a lot of things, but you'll never stop my praise. See, there are a lot of people, this is what Paul and Silas did. Paul and Silas, we talked about it last week in our series, Back to the Bridge, that I launched last week. And we talked about how Paul and Silas were thrown in chains, in bondage. And guess what freed them? Let me tell you what freedom. Their protest to being in chains. No, no, no. Oh, that wasn't. No, or am I wrong? Am I wrong, Steve? Everybody got real quiet on me. Is it because of the mass or is it because I, I, I won't laugh. Let it go. Everybody just take a deep breath in here if you can. Because you know what? It's, it's okay. Like Paul and Silas didn't get freed because of their protest to the chains. Paul and Silas didn't get free because of their post about chains. Paul and F- Silas didn't get free because they project. They just said, you know what? I, I just don't. I, I'm, I am adamantly against. No, 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 no. Paul and Silas broke the chains that the enemy put on them because they praised. And some of you, the enemy has got you doing everything but praising God. And the only way we're going to break the chains of COVID, the only way we're going to break the chains of hate, the only way we're going to break the restrictions that the enemy and the world try to put on us is by our praise. Come on, somebody, give God some praise here and online. Because... If you're not on board with that, you're not on board with this church. And I'm sure there are a lot of other churches you could go to starting next week. But this church will battle with praise and worship. This church will will, will overcome hate with love. This church is going to, we're going to go back to being the bridge that God has called us to be. Instead of focused on all of the, the things that distract us. And trust me, I deal with a lot of adults who think they're privileged. And they're deserving and you ought to treat them. And t- No, you're not. I'm not deserving. If, if, can we just start on ground level? You're, turn to your neighbor and say, you're not deserving. No, I'm just kidding. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not deserving of anything. Oh, some of y'all don't want to. Go ahead. Turn, I'm waiting. I, I saw six people do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not deserving of anything. Make sure you do it because you don't want to know why. We're not. We're, 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 if we're not careful, we're going to create an entitled people. 
who feel entitled all the time. And that's not what he said. Look, what good is it? What credit is it to you to serve a master who's just good to you? What, what, but it's righteousness for those to you who serve him diligently, who's not good to you. See, we got to change our paradigm and our perspective because God wants to shift some things in our heart. God wants to shift some things in our heart, in our mind and say, okay, let's go in a new direction. So we're talking, we're talking about this series back to the bridge. Go ahead and write that down back to the bridge. That's our series. Hopefully you're taking notes and I'm reading from the book of Ruth. So I want you to go to the old Testament and we're going to talk about Ruth and Boaz. That's Boaz with a Z, A-Z, um, just to make sure, because I'm going to go. How many were here last Sunday? When I let you were here last Sunday, go ahead and raise your hand if you were here last Sunday. And I started to talk about names, about John and Mark, and I was proving about how some names are complicated and get mixed up. And your pastor started to talk about how people confuse his name. And then as I started talking about proving how people get confusing about my name, I'm like, how simple can it be? And then I spelt my name out. How many noticed I spelt it wrong? <laughs> y'all are amazing. I'm going to give y'all a hand today. You loved your pastor, even though he totally jacked up his own name during service. I, I was laughing about it. I literally didn't catch it till second service. And I told the story and they were all laughing, but man, I want to make sure we know Boaz. Even one other thing that was really funny last week is I was talking about how Emily and I were going to get back into, you know, in vitro and doing all this and we're going to get ready to have a baby. And I said, and she's in the back taking shots right now. Well, I, I didn't find out till after that that could be taken a different direction. To the pure, all things are pure, you, you sinners out there. I'm talking about injections, not shots. <laughs> Get them while you can, honey, because soon as you're pregnant, no, there's no more alcohol in this house. No. So it was just like, I loved it. It was so funny, like being our first Sunday back and just having a good time. Uh, and this Sunday, I want to continue in the same just process. I want you to just, man, just just breathe and just have fun because we're going to talk about Ruth and Boaz. And, and we're going to talk about how incredible Ruth is and the journey she went on. And we're going to talk about Boaz, what a phenomenal man he was and, and how powerful. And that, that the same line is the line that led to David. Uh, and so uh, I want you just to join the journey with me. And continue, and, and I want you to hear the truth that God has for you today. Because sometimes when I say go back, you think reverse. But sometimes, but really what I want you to change your mind to is back is two. So I'm going back to what the enemy took from me. I'm going back to take what the enemy, I'm going back to where I, I'm going back to where God, I first found God. I'm going back to the foundation of my prayer life. I'm going back to the foundation of my, my walk with Jesus. In fact, I want to give a book away today. Uh, next week we have, uh, uh, pastor Joel Scribner who wrote Winology and, uh, uh, Supernatural You. And so I want to give this book away. Who would like a book today? Oh, right there. Andy Care, right in the back. Come on, I'm going to try to, hey, I'm still enough feet apart. Give it up for, there you go, awesome. Just want to give that away and empower people, you know, and just have a good Sunday and, and fill your spirit uh, because the supernatural you will do just that. But he'll be here preaching next week. And so I want you to see in this story today about how we're not going, when I say back, we're not going in reverse, we're going forward. We're going back to what God's called us to be. 
We're going back to becoming what God's called us to be. We're getting back to the focus that God called us. Because what happens in this story, without going through all of the texts, uh, is Naomi is the mother. And Naomi uh, has a husband, and Naomi has two sons. So Naomi and her two sons and her husband are living and beginning a wonderful life in Moab, the plain of Moab. And as they begin their life, her husband dies. And so now she's got her two sons left and she's lost her husband. I want to just talk to somebody who's experienced loss for a little bit. Somebody who's in Father's Day and you're not connected with your family. Somebody who's experiencing Father's Day for the first time without your father. People in this house and online who are streaming today and, 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 and father's not a good word. It brings up a lot of emotions, but none of them good. And let me just tell you, if if, if your father is the wound and her place in your life, then your heavenly father is the answer. Because she, she had loss and tragedy. And not only was it enough, enough, not enough to lose her husband, then when her two sons got married, her two sons died back to back. So now she's lost every man in her life. And now the two girls, Orpah and, uh, and, and Ruth, now are widowless as well, and they're young girls. I, I, I know we can relate to this text. I'm, I need to speak to somebody's heart who feels like it's been one tragedy after another, one attack after the other. It, as if it wasn't enough for this, I got hit with this, and now I'm jobless, and now I'm homeless, and now, now I'm just praying God can meet my needs so I can get medication. And while America is arguing about no mass or mass, we've got countries who are wondering where the next meal will come from. We have real rich privileges is what I would call them. we got rich people problems, whether we wear them. And I love math. Let me just tell you, when it comes to the mask thing, I think it's funny because I, I think it's when it, when it comes to the mask, I like them for, I got to tell you the reason why I really like masks. No, y'all don't. Y'all, you're like, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> but the reason I like the mask is because it solves a problem that I've been having for years. Have you ever had that one friend who never knew that, that they always had bad breath and loved to get way too close to you. This solves that problem. So I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, this is great. I, I'm like, hey, in fact, I, I, I just carry a couple masks on you and be like, hey, bro, we're all wearing masks, you know? Put your mask on while you're talking to me, you know? Keep your distance. One reason I don't like masks, I'll tell you that side too, I don't like masks because they're becoming so personalized. Have you seen personalized? I'm looking at some personalized masks. I have one. I, I have some generic, but I have a Batman one. I have, uh, and these are made for me, guys. I didn't request a bat. I didn't buy one online, but I got a Batman one. <laughs> and then I got a camo one. And Emily got a Mickey Mouse one, or sorry, Minnie Mouse one, and a flower print one, and all this goes. So we all both have our own masks. And the hard part with that is, if you both go out and I forget my mask, then I've had to go in stores with Minnie Mouse all over my face. And people are like, man, that's a really odd choice for you to, you know, be wanting to wear a little Minnie Mouse mask. So th those are the two. I just gave that just a little humor there, people. But those are the two for me. But I, I, tragedy can continue to strike and can continue to pour on you to where you feel like, what, what's next? 
And that's how Naomi felt. Naomi said, well, well I, I'm just going back. We're just going to go back and, and I'm going to go. Girls, leave me. Go ahead and go. And, and I want you to go and, and just give up and quit. Go back to your own country. I'm going back to my country because now we have nothing. We're penniless. We're broke and we're lonely and we'll probably never remarry. None of us will ever remarry. And now I'm going back into solitude and going to live the rest of my life and die by myself. That's what Naomi's plan was. And when people greeted her, she would say, no, 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 I'm not Naomi the happy. I'm Naomi the desperate. I'm Naomi the desolate. I'm Naomi. I, I, I'm not, everything has been torn from me. And I feel like we can relate to that a lot of times, especially right now. Like how much more can, can really, ha- I can't handle anymore. And that's where Naomi was. And when she was at a crossroads with her two daughters, Orpha decided, I'm going to go back home. And Ruth decided, I'm going with you. Can I encourage you? Don't split off from the people God brought you to in the middle of all of this. As much as tragedy is continuing to strike, the last thing you need to do is split off from the people that God brought you to because those are the people who are going to strengthen. That's the number one job of the devil right now is to get your allies to become enemies, is to get you to split ways with the people that God brought you to, whether it's your spouse, your kids, your family, your relatives, you have have to fight. The Bible says fight for unity, fight to stay together. It's not easy to stay together. It's difficult, but you got to fight together. And Orpha decided to go her own direction and Ruth decided to stay with her. And when Ruth stood with her, Ruth went into Bethlehem with her, the house of meat, the house of plenty. They went back, and when people, we get to that, I read that part of the story. When they got back there, they were just destroyed. And when they show up, when they showed up to Bethlehem, when they showed up to the house of God, the place of God, the place of her family and heritage, when they went back to where God called them, the whole city came out and rejoiced for them. Oh, I'm going to say it one more time. The whole city rejoiced. That means when I saw Mark here today, I started clapping that Mark was here. When I saw Omar here, I started clapping that Omar was here. When I saw you here, I started clapping, oh, thank God they're here. Come on, clap because the person next to you showed up today and you're thankful that they came. That you showed up online, that you showed up in the house of God. Why did we stop celebrating each other? Oh, they're home, man. Family is home. We're coming back together. Most of us, you walked into church, you're like, oh, I wonder where they're going to put me today. What seat do I have? And we're looking around miserable, complaining as we come into the house of God. How dare we? May the Lord rebuke us and correct us while we only focus on the entitlement rather than our position and who we are as a child of Christ. That I'm bringing, I'm coming back into my father's house. I'm coming back into the house of worship. I get to have a whole band come before me. I get to have a preacher preach in front of me. I get to have friends clap and celebrate. The whole city got excited. And as the whole city got excited, they started to, Ruth started to get a little hopeful. And she decided, you know what, I'm going to go work out in this field. Because she saw a, a man. How many single folk do we have here today? She, she caught, somebody caught her eye. And, and, and all of a sudden she sees Boaz. 
And she's like, I'm going to go work in the field just kind of close to where he's at. You ever, you ever like that? I had a crush on somebody? Remember when you had a crush? Your spouse says, I'm going to take you back. Remember when you had a crush on your spouse? I would do anything just to be even near Emily. I'd make up excuses like, oh, I'm just, you know, over here kind of working and pointing. You know, like how you act like you're doing so You're just pointing and talking and moving around a lot just to be close. That's what Ruth was doing. Ruth was trying to get close. And as she got closer, she was working. She worked the field. But can I tell you an interesting thing about, can we talk about the field for a minute? She came back from losing her husband. Her mother-in-law lost her husband. Her sister lost her husband. They're broke, penniless, and they have nothing. And when they came back, all of a sudden, the whole city is in a season of harvest time. And so when she went to the field, she started gleaning and just picking from the field. And she started, oh my gosh, can you see the power in this text right here? She starts gleaning from a harvest she didn't sow. See, while there was tragedy and death and destruction striking her over here, God said, don't worry, honey, when I get you back to where I really wanted you in the beginning, I'm bringing you into a place of plenty. I'm bringing you into a harvest you didn't sow, that you didn't plow, that you didn't work for. I know you're going through it right now, but can I tell you, it's gonna be worth it. Come on, somebody, if you can hear the message of the gospel of hope for each and every home right now that while you may be going through it it's not a setback it's a set up and God is saying hey I know you felt this but it's only in the sting of defeat that you can really appreciate the victory I have for you because when you come into this if I had you come back and you had to plow and you had to sow and you had to water you might be bitter but I'm bringing you back from a place of tragedy into a place of plenty. And thank God for the place of, see, he had a transition the whole time. Somebody say, I want my transition. Come on. Somebody shouted. I want my transition. God is going to transition us and you need to be careful because there will be a crossroads where Orpha leaves and there will be a destiny that says, I'm going to stick with you. I'm a ride or die kind of guy. I'm not leaving you. I'm not bailing out on you. I'm not, I'm not quitting now. I'm co- we've come this far. I'm going the whole length because that's what Ruth said to Naomi. She said, oh, I'm a ride or die chick, right? She was like, this is how I, this is, I, I leave you. Quit? That's not in my vocabulary, is it? I don't quit. I don't quit on friendships. I, I don't quit. I don't quit on my spiritual sons and daughters. I, I don't. I don't quit. Turn to your neighbor and say, "I ain't quitting." We, we, we're going into a transition period, and God's going to take us into. And Josh, if you'll come and play as I close, I, we're going to go into a transitional period, and God's saying, "Hey, are you are you ready to decide? Because there'll be a crossroads, and when I bring you back, I'm going to bring you back into a place of plenty, where your business was just, good Lord, what what else could hit me?" Where your finances kept taking hit after hit. Where your marriage, right now, there are more 
household domestic violence happening right now in our nation than any other season or time or year in history. And God is saying, look, after each hit, I'm getting ready to deliver you. I'm getting ready to heal you. I'm getting ready to transition things because I'm speaking into every home that you feel like you're abused and forgotten and alone in this fight. And I'm here to tell you, God has not forgotten you. God has not abandoned you. He has a Naomi next to you that says, come on, girl, I'm going to take you with me. I want you going with me into the promised land. I want you going with me into the house of plenty, the house of meat. That right now there's just suicide after suicide after suicide. I know five personally. They said our suicide rate will jump up to 75,000 plus because of what's going on. Because when you go three seconds without hope, you can't live another second. We're hope dealers. We're hope dealers. And we need to continue to distribute hope everywhere and anywhere we can. Because yes, tragedy is here, but transition is coming. And the transition is going to take you to the treasure that God has. God has an incredible, all she had to do is glean. And she was gleaning and Boaz was right there. And if I, if I can, I, I'm not, I don't have time to go into the all, all, all this today. I'll probably try to get further in second service, but Boaz was an incredible man of character and integrity. Boaz was a godly man, a kind man, a sincere man, a gentle man, a generous man. That's what makes a husband because you, you need to have the, some of us men, we need to get out of the trashy mentality that we grew up in. And, and read a book on manners and etiquette and, and we need to educate ourselves and how and that's okay to say that I'm not beating up on men but but just because I grew up the way I grew up doesn't mean I have to stay that way I, I can become better I can become something more I can go further I can go beyond what I came through and, and if I and if I can go back to what God originally see the enemy tried to drag me over here and put pain on me but God's always had a plan for me and if I just come back to the original plan he had for me then I'll step into my purpose and my destiny and so when we don't when we look at going back to the bridge it's not going in reverse it's going to I'm going to the house that he always called me to be a part of because Boaz was always a part of the original plan because that's how David came to be. Obed, Jesse, David from one generation that because of Boaz, because Boaz treated Ruth with respect and integrity and character and love and generosity and kindness. And, and, and let me just tell all my single folk, you need to wait for your Boaz and not settle for any other as. Right? If y'all have never heard this before, I grew up in church hearing this. And, and, and this is Boaz with an A-Z, okay? But don't settle for cheap ass. Don't settle for, right? Don't sell for dumb ass. Don't sell for any of those. You, you got to set, you got to, you got to, you got to step into girls. God, you got to, why would you settle? I, I have spoken for years to young singles and saying, and they come to me and they're like, well, I, I love them. I'm like, oh, tell me what you love. Well, I love this and this, but you know, he's got this and this and this, but I'll put up with it. That's how you're going to roll over at night and look and say, well, at least I love the way they, no, no, no. You got to love everything about them. You got to, you, you got, you don't settle. 
when you've got a king that's going to come from you. You don't settle for anybody less. You don't settle for anything less. Because while she was gleaning, if I, uh, I wish I could preach the whole text for another hour. But while she was gleaning in the field, and she was just trying to flirt with Boaz, she was just gleaning, she was just harvesting and like, you know, put on. The, her mom even told her, you put on your best dress. You get out there and you stretch your stuff and you flirt like nobody's business. She, she gave her the instructions. And I love that because she's saying, you go get it, girl. And she goes out there and she's just gleaning and picking. And he even tells her, he's like, oh, why don't you go over there with all these other young men, these bachelors? Gosh, you're so beautiful. They talk about how beautiful Ruth is. He said, why don't you go over to her, over there with those young men? And she doesn't because she doesn't want to settle. So she stays. And she doesn't go with the men. She stays with the young women and she stays close to where Boaz is. And because of this, while she was, catch this, she's gleaning in a field that she would soon own. See, somebody in here, if you get yourself from settling and you get yourself in the right place of purpose and destiny and say, I've got much greater on me. I've got much greater in me. I've got greater that's going to come from me. When you get yourself in that place, you'll go from borrowing to owning. You'll go from begging to own it. You're gonna, God's going to put you in a place that's far greater because she didn't know the field she was harvesting would soon be hers. Oh, can I? You can hear so much in that. Sometimes it's working somebody else's business until the owner comes to you and says, you've done such a great job, I want to give it to you. See, you know, we, we look at our lives and our positions and where God has brought us. And a lot of times we just look at it and we demean it when God is saying, you better put your best on. You better go stretch your stuff. You better get out there and flirt a little bit. You better get out there and put your best foot forward with excellence, with everything you've got. Act, wake up every morning like you are the best, like you are it, like you are the one. And you walk out like that with your shoulders back because right now, oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Right now, the enemy has done nothing but crack this whip and say no church get your head down no church shrug your shoulders no church divide no church hate each other no church split no mass or mass black and white politics no no church continue to and we all as the church we just go on one strike after the other and just we kind of i'm here to tell you god is looking for somebody bold and beautiful to step out and say hey i'm gonna be who god's called me to be i know i'm meant for greater I know I'm meant for more. I know I'm not here to just borrow. I know I'm not here as a lender. I'm here not as an orphan, but as a son and a daughter of the Most High God. Come on, stand to your feet, everybody in here, everybody online. The preacher ain't going to get much better than this. If this doesn't get you standing, I don't know what will. Because you ought to hear and it ought to resonate in you. What have you been settling for? Now, don't go the opposite direction and say, well, I thought he told us not to act entitled. I did. Because Naomi worked the field. Oh, no, no, it's just, it's my joy to serve. It's my honor to work. I do everything as I do unto the Lord. Oh, no, it's, it's a joy to be here. No, I'm just thankful. I'm just grateful. God cannot work with somebody who's not grateful. God cannot work with somebody who's not thankful. God cannot move in somebody who is not just, just consumed with the grace of Jesus Christ. Me? Bo me? 
Why would, what, this is a picture of, of the Messiah coming and the bridegroom and the bride of Christ. Me? But I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough that the groom would come and pick me? That Jesus would love me? That God would love me? That God would pour his grace and faith? I'm here to tell you, I'm hearing right now of the people who are jumping all in a relationship back with Jesus. I'm hearing about their businesses thriving. I'm here about marriages strengthening. I'm here about promotions being given, raises being given. Businesses handed over million dollar businesses just given away. I'm hearing a blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing because where the enemy went to take, God meant to give. And he said, as much as he takes from you, I'm going to give back double to you. But I need you in this with me. Don't run like Orpha. Don't serve like you're entitled. But God, help us come back to the field so we can be adorned and ready serving in your field that you're going to take us and make us owner over. Oh, thank you that we're co-laborers with you. Lord, in Jesus' name, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if this message is spoken to you here and online, I want you to raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. All, all over this building. Come on, I know. I know. I know it's you. I know it's you. Yes, and all over online. Come on, I know it's you in your house. Go, I know you can hear me. With every hand raised, just like Ruth said, I'm willing. Just like Ruth said, I'll go work. Just like Ruth said, I'll, I'll dress up. I'll be prepared. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll serve. And I'll serve Boaz. I'll serve whatever it takes. I'll serve the groom. Lord, in Jesus' name, with every hand that's raised, there is a blessing of favor coming. There is a healing coming. Where tragedy struck, transition is coming. Where the transition has happened, God, there's a treasure awaiting. And I thank you. It's a treasure we didn't have to buy. It's a treasure we didn't have to reap we didn't have to sow for but we get to reap and i thank you god lord there's a blessing every hand that's raised every heart that's open there's double blessing double blessing coming down there's a season of double blessing coming down and you're going to go from borrowing you're going to go from borrowing to owning and i thank you lord oh in jesus name oh thank you lord for your word with every head bowed and every eye closed, if there's anybody who wants to surrender your life to Jesus today, now's your chance. And say, you know what? I'm going to give him my heart and my life. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand here and online, in prison, in a, if you're in a home, if you're in an office, I want you to raise your hand. Thank you for the hands here and online. With every hand raised and every heart in here and every voice, I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord, as my Savior as my heavenly father forgive me of my sins I'm not worthy cleanse me make me brand new and fill me I'm forever yours and I am saved in Jesus name everybody said amen come on let's give God some praise awesome what a phenomenal Sunday Smile under that mask. Smile if you can. I want, let's everybody, let's just smile. Because look, tragedy struck. But don't let the enemy take your smile. Don't let him take your gratefulness. Don't let him take your thankfulness. Don't let him take your, your humility that you walk with. Don't let him take your joy. Don't let him have ownership of you. I don't care what, we can, we can come through this. Because my transition is here. 
And as my transition comes, I'm, I'm walking into a place where I get to reap a harvest I did not plant. And I thank God for it. I'm going back to the bridge. I'm going back to the house of plenty, the house of meat. Can we give God some praise? Let's speak this bridge de declaration before we leave. I don't want you to have an incredible Sunday. Guys, we have our gift for you in the back. And then for everybody who didn't get your Back to the Bridge t-shirt, we have them all back there. They're free just for anybody who wants them. Just grab one. They're clean, okay? They are clean, all right? And, and, and touched minimally. So you can grab one, get one today. We just want to bless you and just thank you. But let's speak this bridge declaration together and we'll be dismissed. I am a bridge builder. This is my season of favor. I am blessed to live my best. I will choose to love him first. I will worship fully, love deeply, and my community will thrive because I am praying for it. I am a carrier of peace. I will represent God's gentleness to myself and others. I will live out his gospel. I am blessed to live my best because I am a bridge builder. Amen. God bless you, Bridge. We'll see you next Sunday. We are so glad that you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision today, whether that was dedicating your life to Christ for the first time or rededicating your life, send us an email at info at wearebridge.church and let us know that you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you are joining us for the first time with our Bridge Church online family, we have a very special gift for you. Email us at info at wearebridge.church to share some information on where we can send that gift. We are so glad that you joined us today and we can't wait to see you soon. That's right, so make sure you stay connected because mm -hmm. why? We are so much better together. Bye, Bridge fam. Bye.